Fanny Pack Wrestling is a proud member of Diamond Club and the Freakin' Awesome Network. Check out more great content at diamondclub.tv and freakinawesomenetwork.com. Amigos, and welcome to the Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast. I'm Petey Ray, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is my tag team partner, my brother from another fa- father and mother, uh, David <laughs> Jeffrey Majors, aka DJM. How you doing, Deej? Gluten free tog, Petey Rave. What's up, everybody? The good ship Fanny Pack rides. Once again, and this week, we are making our way towards a level of excellence. Tell them, Petey. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about excellence. Pro Wrestling from Pennsylvania. Uh, before we get into detail of the event, uh, we have a couple of guests. We have a couple of fantastic guests. We have somebody who, who ran into DJM at Dragon Con, said, hey, I want to be on the show. And then it took us like, I don't know. Six months. Well, see, <laughs> what it happened was is that, well, I guess for those that don't know, I lost my home in a fire, yeah. and yeah, a bunch of other stuff happened. So we're doing this podcast again. But forget all of that. Please welcome from the Offenders Podcast, Mr. Evan Jones. Evan, thanks for coming on, and thanks for thanks for remembering us. Hey, no problem. Thanks for for waiting on me to <clears throat> get all my shit together. I'm just uh. Your friendly neighborhood straight edge guy here to make bad jokes and hopefully make some people laugh and talk about wrestling. It's a pleasure. You're you're gonna fit in. Yes. Just <laughs> I assure you. Not the not our, the only not the only straight edge guy I have ever podcasted with. Shout out to you. Hell and yeah. Al- team. Also, also joining us on the show, uh, all the way from the great state of Texas, uh, Remy, uh, also known as Michelle. What's going on, Shell? Thanks for coming on. Uh I'm good. I've never done. A, I've never been on a podcast before. <laughs> You're doing yeah, great that's, already. That's okay. Yay. You already got the hardest part is already out of the way. The intro. The rest is just talking and blathering about whatever. Mm-hmm. So okay. you already got good. the hard part out of the way. So yes. Petey, let's just jump into the wrestling, show, <laughs> shall yes. we? Uh, excellence Pro Wrestling. Excellence Professional Wrestling out of PA. Uh, Here's the interesting thing. So, a little bit behind the curtain, I tend to be the one that picks out this, a lot of the shows unless the yep. point pokes at me <laughs> and says, hey, let's do this. Uh, and I usually pick them out out of interest, something that piques my interest either in browsing on Smartmark Video. And the reason I picked this this uh, promotion is because I noticed that it had a lot of the guys uh, and it would seem to be connected to uh, Chikara Pro Wrestling. A couple of the people in that verse uh, it's Carver's. Uh, right. So it's a yeah. P- P- Pennsylvania wrestling. It's very. Uh, it's out of uh, Sellersville, Sellersville, Pennsylvania. Uh, and if you can, what imagine, a wrestling town name! Yes, if you can imagine a wrestling show out of Sellersville, Pennsylvania, uh, this is that show. Uh, the show Everybody is. Oh, is it? Check, please. Uh, because uh, following along, Alex's professional wrestling's theming for the uh, events has been uh, through the cor- through the course of an order. It was like first course. I think there was a, a main main course, and then like tiramisu, and then this was check please. Uh, and after that, after this event, the following event was twenty uh, percent gratuity, uh, <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Excellence Professional Wrestling, a local uh, wrestling event, uh, if there ever was one. Um, I'll start with you, Evan. What expectations did you have like when I just threw a wrestling event at you without giving you any preface? <laughs> um, excitement, because uh, 
I don't watch a whole lot of indie wrestling. Most of my stuff is New Japan and then NXT and occasionally SmackDown when it doesn't suck. So I was just going in like awesome. A whole bunch of people that I don't know. It could be awesome. It could be terrible. Even if it's terrible, I can laugh at it. And it turned out to be pretty fucking good. Uh, Evan, just in general, with uh, like some of the people on the roster for this show, like from Chikara or Ring of Honor, did any of them all ring a, ring a bell? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, one of the 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 women, I think Donna just made Deanna it to Marazzo, NXT. Yeah. Diana Morazzo, yeah. Yeah. Word is she just got signed to NXT. Mm-hmm. And I noticed a couple of them looked like they should have been in Chikara with all the masks. And I think Halla Wicked had been there before. But uh, yeah, a couple of a couple of faces I recognized or masks, I, re- I guess. Uh, Shell, uh, going into this with Excellence Pro Wrestling, was there anybody on this show? Uh, same question as Evan, uh, either from Ring of Honor or Chikara that you might have recognized, or did you did you see anybody that you might have caught on to? No, but I um. I work like 45 to 50 hours a week, so I don't watch too much. I do watch some NXT sometimes when I can catch it. And, um, but no, but I do like in Texas, in my hometown and in Midland, Odessa area, like two hours away, they have their own indie wrestling. So I go to those a lot. What's the name of the promotion? Let's give them some love. Um, the Midland Odessa one is OSW. Uh, Have we had them? No, I don't think so. I don't think we've done, uh, unfortunately, I don't think we've done a Texas promotion. I know I've had my eyes on Anarchy Championship Wrestling. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're good. They're really good. Yeah. They're in Austin, obviously, of course. Yes. Uh, and Odessa, I might, I might, we might check them out. Uh, I'll, I'm checking out any promotion. I'll, I'll Give them all a shot because yeah, you, know, you never know. Till PD, you like, you PD, never know if you like it until you try. PD, we're we, we might have to talk about the whole PD choosing random promotions gimmick. <laughs> we might uh, have to I, talk. It, it's not random. We might have to talk about it. But before that, let's jump into this show. Yes. Uh, check, please. Uh, but it's not over. It's, it's just the beginning. Uh, we start off. With a name some might know this and some might uh, uh, be familiar with if they fo- follow Ring of Honor, uh, Cheeseburger taking on uh, taking on Excellence Professional Wrestling favorite uh, Danger Jameson, uh, the stuntman, the death-defying stuntman of Excellence Professional Wrestling, Danger Jameson. Um, cheeseburger, you're you're uh, dude, you're a little bit more familiar with Cheeseburger. I know he's he's. Teamed with, I believe, trained by Brutal, Brutal Bob Evans. Uh, he he is trained by Brutal Bra- Bob. He is a, a graduate of the ROH Wrestling Academy under Delirious, and he is known for being supposedly, and, and I actually confirmed this, Chris Jericho's current favorite wrestler. That is, as they said on commentary, one hundred percent legit. And also, he has received the admiration of one Jushin Thunder Liger and has adopted the signature Shote palm strike of the legendary junior heavyweight. Uh, Cheeseburger, uh, also most recently in Ring of Honor's tour in Japan, sold out his merchandise. Yes. I'm not making that up. Yes. So here we have Cheeseburger uh, having... Huge success with ROH and doing well for himself in Japan somehow to having this opening contest with Danger Jameson, the stuntman. Yes. <laughs> um, first impressions. Evan, what was your first impression of the show and then as we started to get into this match? Well, the first thing I noticed was Danger Jameson's uh, proud French flag wristbands. And uh, it's, it's it's always it's always a ballsy move to go the nationality route these days. But I thought it was nice of him, you know, to be French, unless it was just American and he got the color scheme wrong. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I completely forgot. I saw a cheeseburger at a local Atlanta. I'm in Georgia. I saw him at a local Atlanta Ring of Honor thing. And uh, I'm not kidding. I think he actually floats when he jumps in the air. I think I think he may manipulate perhaps through Liger's training, some sort of like anti-gravity 
But I've noticed that he is very light in the air as he goes up and comes down. It's amazing. Doesn't have a uh, lot of body Petey, mass, that guy. Petey, I will say cheeseburger is lighter and smaller than I am. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it on him. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, Remy, what, what, what was your impression uh, going into? What was your first impressions then of this match? Um. Well, it's, I guess it's always a good. I don't know. I like they, they called out his name. It was like cheeseburger. I was like cool. <laughs> so that was neat. And then like he had like a burger hat thing, and I was all. Well, this is going to be fun. It yes. was. So. Uh, just, just for a little bit of background on Cheeseburger and how he got his name. Uh, while he was training at the ROH Wrestling School, uh, none other than Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, uh, the world's greatest tag team who were on the Ring of Honor roster at the time, they gave him a lot of crap for being so thin. And it was Charlie Haas that said he needs to eat a cheeseburger. And the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, Petey, this opening contest, uh, I've always said that on a wrestling show, the opening contest, the opening match, uh, is and can be the most important match on the show uh, next to the main event. Uh, what did you think of this, this opening, this opening contest with its uh, stunt work? <laughs> uh, it was interesting. Uh, the, I, there were parts of it that kind of, Seemed a little odd and out of place. Uh, right at the beginning, like, I couldn't quite follow the whole ref getting inspection by the other ref and then him having <laughs> worn the wrong socks. Uh, I think it was a, a good bit, maybe executed a little awkwardly. Uh, Petey, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and check that uh, as number one on the, this is a really local indie checklist. <laughs> so, so I, I'm just going to make that as number one on this is a really local indie, and uh, for the for the indie wrestling fans out there that see bigger companies and then go to your local indie companies, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, this is my first on this show. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And this is a, there was a lot of interesting moments in this match. Whoa. What did you guys think? What was any other impressions on the opening contest? Uh, is it okay to discuss the ending yet, or are we waiting? Sure, on that? Go, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I noticed through my keen eyesight, uh, <laughs> he his palm strike actually through sheer force of will is what knocked him out. Yes. The the hand never actually touched the chin, if you will, if the you weep, and it just it was like a chi blast just rocketed him back, rocketed him back, and I was like, damn, what kind of training are they going through to do Chi Blast for real? It's like I'm playing a video game. And also, another thing that I well, noticed... to be fair, Evan, he did learn from an actual anime character in Jushin Liger. Yeah. Raiga! Dude, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I always pay attention to really dumb, small things. There is an excellent view of everybody who went to the bathroom at that main <laughs> camera angle. Did you see that? Typically the ladies' bathroom, yeah. I can see the ladies' <laughs> bathroom is all opposite hard cam side. Number you know, that's two. Kind of so embarrassing. Because <laughs> it's like, I didn't think anybody saw uh, me. And I, I got a three bathroom count. I don't know if I missed any, but I got at there, least there three. Was there, there, was, uh, there was quite a few. There was quite a few. Also, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to count them all as being number two. I'm for sure there's a few number ones in there. Uh, yeah. but that's beside the point. Well, if you believe <laughs> yourself, you're always number one. Yes. Uh, or maybe it's a number three. Uh, you never know. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and Evan, you were worried about you were worried about this being a serious podcast, Evan. <laughs> I, I was totally scared. Speaking of which, one last thing I want to mention. Um, I don't know if the announcer actually made up a new word or if he just fucked up, but he said the word protition. And my brain kind of stopped there for a while. He was like, the committee has protitioned. I was like, is that like prostituting? Is that a petition? What is going on? And do you guys know if that's a thing that I just don't know because it's like part of know, their maybe thing? Pennsylvania I dialect? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, well, you know, you hear a lot about the state of Pennsylvania with professional wrestling and the state athletic commission. So maybe it's one of those things that they have to deal with. There's like... All of the promotions in Pennsylvania, they have to go through the State Athletic Commission. Maybe it's one of those things. 
I don't know. I just got here. What are you, a cop? Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. We'll have to learn. Let, let us know out there what protition means. But maybe I can find it on Urban Dictionary. Uh, but that being said, we go move on to the next contest. Uh, you know, death defying stunts aside. Move on to the next contest. We have uh, the pairing of uh, Argus, the gecko Roman wrestler and member of the Snake Pit, <laughs> teaming with that's true, teaming with uh, the from the Cretaceous period, uh, Lucha Raptor, taking on which is historically of- accurate, by the way. <laughs> the Velociraptor was part of the Cretaceous period mm-hmm. of the age of the dinosaurs. So good on them for for accuracy's sake. Uh, taking on the team of Sloppy Joe and the assistant chef Smooth Blackman. Uh, that is just an amazing name. Uh, the team being Too Many Cooks. Uh, I, I'm already deducting points from these guys for n- naming themselves after a joke that died about two weeks after it started. <laughs> all fairness. Uh, plus using the same, using the theme, using the song as the theme. Yeah. Uh, I will say Raptor was billed from the uh, accurate period, but they did use the Jurassic Park theme. Uh, <laughs> instead, instead of the theme they should have picked, which is uh, Clever Girl by the Double Clicks. Rawr, Velociraptor. Couldn't they just had had him walk the dinosaur, Petey? That's true. Everybody walk the dinosaur. Holy shit. I forgot about that song. <laughs> But anyway, jumping in, uh, PD, Argus is yet another student of the Chikara Wrestle Factory, uh, under the guise of the greatest mind in the world, Lightning Mike Quackenbush. So something tells me he was, uh, Argus was the, the ring general of this tag team contest. Uh, Evan, what did you think of this one? Well, first off, I wanted to congratulate uh, Lucharaptor, was his name? Lucharaptor. Uh, He's he's actually either a great sorcerer or a shapeshifter because I noticed when he walked to the ring, he was definitely a raptor. And then a few minutes later, he seemed to be a normal luchador. And what kind of wizardry that is is just beyond me. But he actually did a really good job. And uh, personally, I thought Argus's mask was awesome. Um, and what else was there? Uh, now, too many cooks. Say what you will about their gimmick. But myself, as an anime fan, as soon as I saw that big spatula, I thought of Ukyo from Ron Mahaff, and that totally just made my day watching it. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Ice Bear is not entirely opposed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, we'll- Shell, what did you think? Well, um, okay, first of all, when I heard the Jurassic Park theme going, I, like, lost it. I was, like, I was like, okay. Um, there were a few times where, like, during the match, I got scared because <laughs> it looked like somebody was gonna, like, I guess, botches and stuff. I was like, oh, please, please be careful. <laughs> like, so. Yeah. Um, Which is understandable. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily, so, uh, nothing, nothing untoward, nothing happened. Yeah. Everyone, everybody walked away safe and sound. Uh, but overall, kind of a fun match. Uh, overall, a fun match, I think. Would you say, Deej? Like, it had its fun moments. This, this was okay. However, I couldn't get past the fact that too many cooks at the beginning of the match, they couldn't even get their handshake right at the beginning. <laughs> they got the, the high five. I think somebody needs to I mean, teach smooth black men. These guys need to... Look, These guys the need elbow. to learn a thing or two from the soul touches. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That's what they need. You got to look at the elbow. You got to have your eye on the elbow. Uh, you know, uh, Ryan That's Carmichael true. shot me that. Elgar Curtis. Look at the elbow. Uh, and, you know, Tag Team Contest got, went through, had fun. Uh, brought us into the next contest, uh, which, was, which was an interesting moment. A couple of guys that I think none of us are familiar with here. Uh, <laughs> I I imagine that th- these are what you would describe as excellence pro res- pro wrestling stars, uh, excellence pro wrestling uh, faithful uh, are probably big fans of them, but for everybody else, nah. <laughs> and uh, we got to see Dan Champion 
take on Ken Broadway. Uh, uh, Petey, I, I only Ken Broadway. Whatever. <laughs> I I wrote three words for this. Simply three words. Local as fuck. <laughs> uh, again, there's nothing wrong with supporting your local indie wrestling promotions. Everyone should do it. But this was like the most local indie is local moment of the show for me. I, I just, I had no idea who these guys are. The commentary team did the best they could with telling the story. But I looked at Dan Champion and I saw a dude that probably believed he was going to be in a much higher place at this point uh, <laughs> in terms of wrestling. And then Ken Broadway was just kind of there. Uh, <laughs> Shell, uh, what did you think? Um, well, I, I guess, it, I, I suppose you're probably a good heel if like you have little kids booing at you and, uh, you know, I forgot what they were. I, I forgot what they were chanting. It was like "You can't do it, Dan," or "Dan can't do it," or something. You can't. I don't even remember. I don't remember, but I was like, "So yeah." I was like, "Well, they know who they are. They're chant making chants and booing him." So, uh, I, I, by the way, I, again, moment for indie wrestling, a, a local indie uh, moment uh, for this match: uh, the telling a silent crowd to shut up. <laughs> That's what be... I was saying. It was like oh. only the little kids were like the only ones really they weren't even giving saying reaction at that point. It was like it's like <laughs> it's like silence. Walks out. I was like, everybody, shut up! Was like this <laughs> is the guy that knows he's the heel and he's just doing heel things. It's like okay, like you walk out and the crowd is silent. You don't tell them to shut up. It's like I know you're <laughs> trying to make them get louder and boo you. But you do that when they're kind of booing you and you're trying to, you know, stoke the fire. Like, you don't, <laughs> you, you don't poke a hot pit poker into cold logs. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. You don't poke a poker into cold logs. Is what I'm trying to say. Not without protection. No. Uh, you, you, you find you, there's usually a small flame and then you now, stoke it until it gets thick. Now... A gentleman in the next match, Petey, probably needed to protect himself a lot more. Well, I, I will uh, say, uh, Evan, uh, I don't know if you had thoughts. I, I, I had know. a transition, Petey. Sorry. You've got to let me have those or I'll explode on the inside. you got to let me have Evan the segues. to shit on the match. <laughs> hey, thanks, man. You're right. You're right. You're right. Absolutely right. Evan, well, in you... honor of the sacrifice transition, I also... We'll say three things. Number one, I popped so good when he walked out and knocked that dude's fucking hat off because he got real mad. That was like, I know it's a cheap heel move, but it gets me every time because it's such a shitty little thing to do. Um, number two was although, um, first off, did any of you expect this to go for like 60 minutes and there'd be a draw because of the name of the guy was Kim Broadway? Oh, God. <laughs> but that aside, although he had the most ginger elbow strikes, loving, gentle elbow strikes I had ever seen, he had a fucking badass guile flash kick that he did, and that made me happy. And also, speaking of Street Fighter, this is my last point. They mentioned the word Akuma, so suddenly I went, oh, mm, and I was ready for somebody to just fly across the ring and then the tin sign come up and just, just destruction, but... There was no coma. So I was like, what the fuck? I mean, is it like Dan Severn now? Is is he pro wrestling? Did he get tired of beating Ryu and everybody? I just but that that just blew my mind. I was like, I didn't expect to hear Akuma or see a flash kick, so I actually didn't mind it that much. To this date, uh, only Kenny Omega has shown traces uh, of Satsui Nohado in professional yeah. wrestling. Yes. Yeah. Of course we're talking about now that we've transitioned over to uh Grand Akuma uh taking on Rembrandt Lewis. Uh, uh, Petey. I, I gotta say, uh, Gran Akuma is a Gen 1 Chikara original. He was part of the first Chikara class. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. <laughs> oh, I mean, he's, you know, he, he's he was teaching people. Gran Akuma was all kinds of awesome during, like, the golden age 
of indie wrestling in the mid 2000s. He was, he was, I, I hate to say this, he was white low key and he was awesome. <laughs> and, and well, it's just time has passed and now he's wrestling guys like Rembrandt Lewis, who I will give a point for coming out to Purple Haze. Yes. But otherwise, this dude is, as they say in the business, the shits. <laughs> and guys, I don't know. I, I saw a few moments in this match where Rembrandt Lewis wasn't really bringing his game. In Grand Kuma, he, he started turning into angry veteran. Yes. And uh, it, it started to get kind of bad. Because yeah. Rembrandt Lewis was not very good. Yeah, um, no. I think the the one, I don't know why, the one thing, the first thing that I noticed, and it was, once again, I just noticed all the little funny things. Like, that's what sticks out. He comes out to Purple Haze, or, and he's in the ring, and then he's writing, I guess because he wrote on paper. He drew something. I don't something. know. He did a yeah, doodle. he was writing. And there's like a random kid that's like, where'd you get that pen? Like, it's dead silent, but the kid says that, and I'm all, like, you could have said anything, or you could have asked, but you asked, where'd you get the pin? And then, that, that that was the, I don't know why that, like, I guess. As you can see, the fans were really engaged at this show. Let's <laughs> <laughs> be all about his pin. Also acceptable would have been, is that a bar napkin? <laughs> Uh, it probably was. They probably just got it from over there at the concession <laughs> concession booth, or concession which, booth, which every local indie show has. Oh yeah, and they're all the same. Yes, Broker brand yeah, hot sodas, with, uh, hot Cheetos with cheese, yeah. and Little Caesars pizza or Domino's or hot or hot dogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Which which shout out to Beyond Wrestling who has uh, a championship melt a food truck. Uh, oh, wrestling wow. themed food truck that has like uh, I think grilled cheese and some really cool stuff like like food truck, food truck stuff, which is cool. Uh, so shout out to them. But yeah, Grand Akuma deserves better than this. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I did. One uh, thing is possible. Go ahead, Evan. Go ahead. Um, Grand Akuma was super badass. He was great. He did a bunch of interesting submission holds. He had a cool nipple Ric Flair slap at the beginning that looked like it really hurt. <laughs> It was right on the nipple. I, I went back to make sure. And uh, But the the thing that I noticed the most was earlier you mentioned that he may have gone grizzled veteran on him. And you can tell because at one point he kicked the shit out of Rembrandt. And Rembrandt went, <gasps> you can see it all over his face. That was one of the best facials I've ever seen. Like ever. Because you, you have to sell that with your face. And boy, I don't think he meant to sell it. I think he actually just kicked the absolute shit out of his spinal column. Yeah, and I think he. I'm going to be honest. Probably Granakuma held a little back, back, back a little bit. I think. I think in the back of his mind, like there was a voice. There was like that old veteran voice in the back of his mind. It's like, I got to stretch this kid. Yeah, exactly. Like, and then he held back. Like he gave him a good stiff kick, maybe, and then just kind of like, all right, let me work with this kid. And it's a new era. It's a new time. It's not the old days. And honestly. I, I can't say Granakuma would have been wrong in this. I don't think he would have been wrong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Granakuma deserves better. better than this. Also, somebody, can, can we make that the show title? <laughs> Granakuma deserves better. Uh, I'll, I will write it down. Also, somebody needs to buy Dr. Frank a belt. <laughs> I was just about to say that. The moon came out at that show. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, that was that was gross. Yeah, it was yeah, terrible. I was like, what is going on? Brother. At first I thought it was part of the gimmick. I thought he was supposed to be like a stupid doctor, but then I just realized that's just some dude from Pennsylvania who has the wrong size pants. Local <laughs> indie. Local indie is fuck. Like Um Yeah. I mean, seriously, you gotta you gotta buy the right pants. It's got it's that problem of like Fat guys that have fat white dudes have no ass, so that's true. I don't have a butt at all. Yeah, like and then like you come out with being fat, and then like God's bless them, but you gotta get a belt. Yep. I every time I wear pants, no matter what, I wear a belt. I wear shorts that have belt loops. I wear a belt. Like 
Literally. My, I have basketball shorts. It doesn't have a belt. You know what it does have? Strings. A, a string. Yes. That you, can, that you can pull and make tighter. It's what they have on, tight. That's what they have on sweatpants, too. There's also the undershirt. Pull. You can always pull a long shirt down and tuck it in your pants. That's one yes. of my favorite moves. Seriously, this is this goes out to Dr. Frank and everybody at every convention ever. Just that, that, that's a message <laughs> to everybody at convention ever. Wear a belt. Yep, exactly. Uh, yes. Moving on to tag team action, uh, we had uh, and I guess impromptu for the moment meant to happen at another given time. Or they said in, they introduced it at the moment as an impromptu tag match. Uh, but that was preceded by a promo uh, by uh, Matt Sells, who... Oh, that that was his name, because I could have sworn it was Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> I, was I gonna, mean, I he, was... Was, he was wearing denim, he was he had blonde, uh, he came out to Motley Crue. Uh, I was going to say Dollar Store and Michael Hayes, but Dolph Ziggler works better. <laughs> works better. Also, Cubit Zirconium Austin Page. Yes, Ooh. I was going to say Dollar Store DDP, but yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, Fort Worth page. Yeah, better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the name that gets forgotten. Uh, but yeah, Matt Sells uh, came out to tell us who he is. And rightfully, I, I give him credit. He at least acknowledged the fact that some of the people in the audience didn't know who the hell he was. Yeah. At least there's that. Like, at least he says, like, hey, some of you might not know who I am. My name is Matt Sells. This is what. I've been through. This is kind of me saying, you know, I'm I'm making the hey, my, I got my injured. statement. I got injured. I'm making a statement that I'm going to make this year mine when I come back. Uh, I've been through some tough times where I'm going to, you know, go out there. I'm going to hustle. I'm going to I'm going to conquer. I'm going to make it. You know, make my career. At least if he, it, it wasn't like he was assuming that people know who he was. At least he gave a little bit of context, and that led to one night only. Uh, the team of uh, Anthony Gangone and Mark Quinn, uh, one night only. Who came out yet. to Nirvana, so we're yes. just going from the 80s to the 90s. Exactly. So I was uh, expecting, I don't know, Tesseract later. So Nirvana, <laughs> like out, like an album B-side cut in Breed. Like, like, <laughs> like Breed of all songs. Uh, Paper Cuts. Uh, I mean, I know the song, but... That's but the tag team match, PD. The tag team match. They uh, they came out there and they attacked uh, the old uh, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, uh, Matt Sells. <laughs> uh, and out to defend him, uh, the team that was called out and talked about on, on the show, uh, well, in the promo, uh, the team of the Silent Assassin, Nick, Nick the Silent Assassin, uh, and Ariel and Nix. Um, and, yeah. So Nick is uh, Nick is a upcoming wrestler uh, who his like his thing that he is battling through is that he's living with cerebral palsy. Uh, it is not I'm not gonna say it's a thing. It's just that is what he's battling through and he's overcoming and to become a wrestler. And his tag team partner is Aliella Nix, who's coming in the ring as inexperienced uh, and showing it. <laughs> Uh, mm. but that's fine. Uh, it's a tag team concert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. PD. Th- this is the part of the show where I was really saying, okay, later on, I'm going to have to talk to PD about what shows he's picking out. <laughs> hey. Because, uh, we're, I'd have to, I'd have to raise our game a little bit on the old good shit fanny pack. Yes. Might have to, might have to raise the level of quality. Just Chad. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll start with you, Evan. What, what did you think of the tag team caucus and the shenanigans that happened leading up to it? Uh, well, given, given the nature of uh, one night only or whatever they're called, being heels, I thought it was a bit of a low blow to make fun of somebody for having cerebral palsy, but I understand what they were going at. Um, other than that... Uh, I thought that as as a man who has long hair, the fucking little cinnamon bun he had going on looked ridiculous. It's it was you know what this is proper man bun. Uh, but, Remy, Remy, uh, uh, what's your take on the man bun? Uh, 
I kind of like them. I don't know. It's weird. You, they have to. If, if if the guy's hot, it's okay. Yeah. You can be. You can be honest. <laughs> oh, okay, no, that's fine. That's well, fine. No, it's, it's, like, a, it's okay. It's gotta. It's gotta be kind of a messy bun. Like it can't be. I don't know. I've done it because to my, bad boy. my friend. Um, my friend. He used to have really long hair, and when I went to visit, I was like, "I'm just going to put your hair in a fan bun, messy bun," and it looked fantastic. So, I think some people can pull it off. And so, it feels I mean, great when it's enough. being put in too, like because I, I mean, get that all the time. But here's the thing: just to go off on a little bit of a rant, are you at all familiar with Toshiro Mifune or any old samurai films? Any of you? Oh yes. It's oh, a yes. it's a fucking chonmage. It's a top knot. You wear it up here, right? That that's cool because that's showing homage to all the old great warriors. But if it's just like that's not look, what these guys are doing. Yeah, that's my point. It's like if you want to do it, do it right. But uh, other than that, the only thing that I noticed was the tights for one night only looked like the video game box art for an unlicensed Nintendo game because it was like. <laughs> the fucking stupidest patterns and worst colors that I had seen from the whole event. That's yes. it. Yes. <laughs> the type. Wonderfully indie. Yes. Wonderfully yeah. indie. Uh, and God's bless uh, Nicholas Allen Assassin. He did have the unfortunate pattern uh, right on his rear end. Maybe kind mm-hmm. of a star pattern. Just not <laughs> the best place to put something like that. Just a heads up. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, moving on from this contest, we start, we get the aforementioned, uh, Diana Parazzo in, uh, women's action against, uh, the debuting in excellence pro for professional wrestling, Vanity. Uh, couple ladies, uh, going at it, uh, in some wrestling action, singles action. Uh, Diana Prato, I, I I wasn't familiar with because I hadn't seen her her like showcase matches on NXT, uh, but I know that she she was there in like you know losing efforts versus kind of like as you go as you would say in the olden days enhancement talent, yeah. uh, uh, but that she has apparently recently got a, a, a contract there, which is, which is cool to see. Uh, I mean, I. And then we get vanity. I don't know, Deej. What, what was what was your context? What's your take on this? Uh, I had seen a little bit of Diana Morazzo, uh before this, and uh, after hearing her name being thrown around as being signed by NXT, so I, I saw, I had seen her uh, in the ring as a talent, and it was like, okay, she she's solid overall. But I will say, watching this match. I was really impressed by Vanity. This was her debut match in Excellence Pro Wrestling, and I thought the match overall was a pretty good back and I forth. Liked it. I really liked Vanity. I thought she it was, was really good. Than the last match. Well, I mean, I kind of checked out at some point. I was like, "This is uh, oh, yeah. oh, that looks really messed up." And then this match happened, and my folk, I got focused again. So. Leave it to ladies to get the th- get the train back on track. <laughs> Girl power. Uh, go ahead, Evan. What did you think about this one? Well, um, the file that I downloaded, there was something wrong with it because, like, it just kind of went blue, and it could have been that my computer didn't have the right filter or whatever. But it only, it came in about the part where Vanity had uh, Diana in the leg scissors, so that's where I started the match. And from there on out, it was good. And I actually, at first, I thought it was cheerleader Melissa. Because I didn't recognize Diana, because she kind of looks like um, back in TNA when she was, uh, I think it was Future Flash. Legend. Yeah, Future Alyssa Legend. Flash. Flash. Yes. Yeah, but, I uh, can see that. I definitely see that. Yeah, because it was almost it was a very similar outfit. But uh, as for the match itself, I, I liked it. It was really good. There was uh, some good transitions. There was lots of. Um, I'm I'm a big sucker for submission holds. So anytime you get, go and hold a lock, I, I really appreciate that. And uh, it was good. Yeah, they both did solid work. And then, that was really cool to see. This was—I didn't have a lot of notes because there wasn't a lot of silly, funny things that happened. It was just a really good match. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like it was just much to make fun of, uh, which mm-hmm. was really cool. Uh, and I—I I look forward to Diana Perazzo doing doing things in NXT, which is cool. Like, and, and I will say that I hope that Vanity is someone that starts getting a few more bookings because 
I was yeah. really impressed by her showing. I really liked her. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. And best of luck to Diana Marazzo. Yes. Best of luck to these ladies. Uh, really impressed. Uh, and transitioned us to more names from the Gen 1 original uh, class list, graduation list. And Petey, here is where it started to dawn on me, where I finally understood exactly what Excellence Pro Wrestling is meant to be. Excellence Pro Wrestling is an indie company in Pennsylvania that various members of the Chikara roster can go to and get bookings without Mike Quackenbush getting weird about it and having them <laughs> change their gimmick or or be somebody else that isn't, you know, Chikara exclusive. So, yeah, we, we started seeing... Uh, I'm starting to see that Excellence Pro Wrestling is one of those... Uh, local indie companies that Mike Quackenbush probably doesn't feel threatened by. So, yeah, a, a whole bunch of uh, Chikara originals all over this show, uh, and including Chikara Gen 1 original, Blind Rage, Back yes. from the Dead, because that's again. his gimmick. And again. And one of the guys of the class of Chikara that I believe is just overall one of the most underrated guys in wrestling, Hollow Wicked. Uh, absolutely awesome performer yep. and taking on havoc and smiley uh one thing Forward. that i noticed pd i caught yes. on to this everything about this gave me just that tiny bit of chikara fan service complete with hollow wicked coming out to his old white zombie theme yes which is like yeah that's cool yeah i imagine because uh, he doesn't get these uh <laughs> the chikara theme uh, anywhere else but yeah that's that just good old feels uh on that part and seeing blind rage i don't know about you uh but i'm feeling 22 i don't know about you but uh it was, wasn't it weird seeing blind rage with hair i don't know i i think late i think it's just because lately i've been seeing him with the bald and like all of the, you know when he was in his last run of car but it just kind of came out of nowhere because maybe for me well, he's not around very often. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of comes in and out, but yeah, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, I guess he's probably been in hair with hair multiple times, but it just I I I basically I guess because I I'm in my mind I'm thinking of him as like in that last run when <laughs> like when the most recent run in Chikara. Uh, Evan, uh, what did you think of this match? Uh, Blind Rage, Hollow Wicked against Havoc and Smiley. Well, my, my exposure to Chikara is very small. I've only seen a couple matches, but I loved everything that I saw because it's, it's very anime-style wrestling, which is what I love. But uh, Blind Rage, I had never seen him before. And to me, he just kind of seemed like like he was some guy who happened to work at this indie fed. And it was just like, paint him up like a skull and get him out there. Because he's just kind of standing around and he didn't really do a whole lot. On the other hand, Smiley, I am a 100% fan of Smiley. Number one, because yeah, because like I'm a super happy dude, and he's a super happy dude, and he looks like Iron Fist, which is one of my favorite comics. So he was all over the place. Um, but by far, my favorite part of the whole match, uh, just quick plug, Obituary, one of the greatest bands ever. The dude, Hal Wicked, said some straight-up death metal lyrics. He was like, go feast on the flesh of that dog. <laughs> And I was like, yeah! Naz Muldoon commands it. Yeah, man, that was like the high point of the whole match for me. That, like, not even getting into all of the amazing acrobatics and, and cool, you know, reversals and stuff, but just saying that out loud was very Japanese, you know, because over there everybody yells out everything because it's quiet. And for him to do that, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, there's definitely that influence. I imagine filters in through the wrestling. He, he is the Nightmare Warrior. Yeah. The Japanese uh, comic book and anime influence is definitely that's the Wrestle Factory thing. That, that's that's pure concentrated Chikara. Yes, and, yeah. I, and I love it. Yeah, I need more of that in my life. That uh, Remy, uh, what did you think of this one? Free basic. I loved when Smiley and um, Hello Wicked they teamed up because yeah. it just flo it flowed so well. Like it was. Like, when they were teaming up, I was like, yes, against Havoc. It was just there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I Taz loved, Jr., I called him. But I, I loved it. Like, 
I don't know. I never, I've never heard of Smiley before, but I, I, after seeing that match, it's like, I like him. So like, I don't know. Yeah. I kind of fangirled out. I was like, oh, yay. That two mask <laughs> gimmick was awesome where he took off the mask and had another mask. Thumbs up. <laughs> yes. Uh, another, another Jushin Thunder Liger, like, influence. Yep, true. And he became that, that whole other beast. Uh, An- another reason why I'm pretty clear Mike Quackenbush is perfectly okay with this company. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, and I definitely, I, Smiley is somebody I've noticed before. I think I've seen the name and the face before on other promotions. I just haven't sat down and watched something with him in it, and he's pretty fantastic. But yeah, Hollow Wicked and Blind Rage. On a nice little four-way, which had People should book Hollow Wicked more. He's yes. awesome. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe he can cut like seven pounds and he can be part of that cruiserweight World Series. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be so awesome. It was he a good heel win it. too because he pulled the tights. So it's like Smiley didn't really look like he lost for real. It was it was a good heel move. I was impressed by that. Yeah, yeah. It was it was a nice moment. Yeah, you know, it was like it was a nice. I I did like. I don't know if anybody caught that. I did like that they were building up the story of it being the winner of those two being like in first place for like the championship series. Because uh, they're all trying to get 10 wins to qualify for the big championship tournament. So that's, I, I was able to glean that from little tidbits of information throughout the show. I don't know if that, that wasn't quite spelled out really well, but there was a little information. So I, I like that that was part of the story. It wasn't quite explained fully, but yeah, I was able to pick that out. Uh, but then we get into the main event. Uh, we get into the main event. A couple of guys that you will know if you know Chikara, uh, especially in the past few years. A uh, couple of interesting names in a no-DQ match. We had the Proletariat Boar of Moldova. <laughs> which is fantastic. Uh, taking on a personal favorite of mine. Oleg the Usurper. Yes. Uh, and it was a no-DQ match. And of course, Oleg, knowing it was a no-DQ match, uh, went out briefly and then went back into the back and returned uh, with a sword. With a long sword. Yes. Yeah. It's no-DQ. It's, it's like, I, I can do anything, right? It's like, I can do anything, right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I love that. Think, that was great. Piggybacking off of last week's D&D references, uh... Oleg the Usurper is a fantastic uh, low intelligence barbarian. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like he's not the brightest bulb in the shed, but he's got a ton of charisma. Uh, he's got great strength. Uh, you know, when he rages, he gets extra. Well, not when he rages, he gets extra attacks. He gets extra attacks from being a barbarian. Uh, but when he rages, he has extra. You know, he has uh, uh, advantage on strength checks, so he can take a punch. You know. <laughs> When he rages, he's, he can take a He's a happy him. bruiser Brody. Yes. yes. Well said. Uh, for the critters out there, he's like Grog Strongjaw would be, would be a great uh, reference. Uh, but it, 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 he's fantastic. And Proletariat Boar in Moldova playing a little bit of a, of a cowardly heel in this, which I've never seen from him before. Uh, at least I, I, I don't know if he's done that. Well, he, that, he is part of the, the United Nations with Juan Francisco de Coronado in, in Chicara. So they, they are known for their, their dirty scumbag Rudo tactics, if you yeah. will. So uh, the proletariat Boar of Moldova doing this is not too much of a surprise, but Oleg, Oleg taking it to him is pretty awesome. Uh, Evan, uh, I see you nodding. Uh, what did you think of this? Well, as a uh, as a, bar- a barbarian myself, uh, I have several swords, and my family likes to, uh, you know, engage in fisticuffs from time and again. You know, the Celtic heritage. I so automatically, that dude was my number one thing. To rage. Yes, yes. <laughs> but uh, before that, I panicked a little bit because when the boar guy came out, I said, "Oh shit, they got a furry in this fucking." <laughs> And I, th- I thought maybe there was a convention somewhere and he got lost. And then uh, I go to a lot of conventions because I'm a nerd. And if you'll notice, those furry suits make people sweat a lot. And oftentimes they can smell like onions. So when they pulled the onion out, I thought, oh, fuck, 
what is this I'm watching? By God, the power of the onion. I yeah, that was, in my notes. But uh, Oleg and also uh, a- as a man who is a little overweight myself, Oleg's man boob made me feel pretty good about myself. Yeah. So I was I was good with that. I was like, way to be body positive, my man. Just let it hang out. But overall, I loved it because it went outside of the ring. They were using stuff from the fans. They used the bell. Uh, there was a couple of water bottle gimmicks, which I liked. Um, it was good. And uh, the, the fact that they were using like actual, you know, Viking things like the, the word Mjolnir, of course, you know, because of the Thor movie. But just even hearing that in a normal everyday conversation to me is really cool because people are like, what the fuck is Mjolnir? And then they look into it, and it's like, hey, Vikings have crazy... They're just not people. worthy. Yeah. Yes, but exactly. it's, that could have definitely been on an album cover for, like, an old Celtic Frost metal <laughs> album from the 80s, you know? And it was it was just awesome. I lo- It was a great main event. It couldn't have ended any better than that. Yeah, that would, be, that would make a great album cover of just Oleg, just, like, with the, with the sword. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> that that will probably be a Chikara DVD cover in not yeah. just season two. Something I hope like so. that. Hopefully, uh, Remy. Uh, well, what do you think of the the this contest, the main event? Um, I like I. I'm the same thing. I like the whole Vikings and barbarian thing, and then he also came out to Dobrock Symphony Number no. Nine, and I was like, oh my god! And um, yeah. but also, um. I laughed really hard because it's like, it takes two people to carry his sword out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that was really funny. Yes. So, yes. And I was, um, yeah, when I saw, it was the same thing. I was like, not furry, but I was just like, hmm, you know, but, yeah. it, it, but it's, no, it's, I loved it. It's always interesting that the Portella, the, the board of Moldova is able to make, uh, his costume have have this like meanness to his costume when he's essentially wearing the same kind of boots that uh that our boy the prince of pretty uh wears. Uh, Look everyone, it's boots. the boar. <laughs> uh, which it, it's the versatility of certain fashion items. Uh, is is what really kind of is, is amazing. Uh. But yeah, these these guys are fantastic. I I, I totally dig old lady surfer. He's fantastic. Uh, I was a little disappointed by proletariat boars uh, off with his head attempt. Uh, didn't quite look off with his heady enough as I've seen. Uh, but then again, it's not his move, so we can at least say that. You know what? It's not his move. He didn't quite he didn't get, get all, all of it. Of it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the main event uh, was pretty pretty fun and pretty fantastic, and we had that brought up uh, that brought the end of excellence professional wrestling check, please. Um, now I'll ask you guys. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Remy. What was your what was your like at, at the end of it all? What was your thought on the show overall? Um, I like um enjoyed it more than I cringed at it. So, um. What? I liked the the women's match because I think that might have been well. That was pretty good, and then the match with Smiley was really. Those were probably my two favorite, just because I'm pretty ADD, and <laughs> so if it can like um like make me focus and capture like my attention, then it's good. To me, it is so. And then the the. The main event match was pretty good too. The first, the first match was kind of, and then the one where uh, the mixed tag, the impromptu match, um, I, I didn't, I, I couldn't pay attention to a lot of it. You, you didn't hold so, with it. <laughs> so, yeah, but I liked it. I loved it more than I cringed. But I also, I just, I liked watching it because it just reminds me when I go to the OSW shows and how much fan interaction because at the OSW shows there's a lot of fan interaction and then there's also Squared Circle Pro which they actually like to pick on me in that show especially if I have my septum piercing down they'll make jokes about it but um, I love I I just like the atmosphere I like how the crowd's more engaged I like the random chat or chance 
So, yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's kind of that, that local indie flavor. I think we, we we poke fun at the localness of it, but there there is a charm. There is there is mm-hmm. a, there is a pro to it. Uh, Evan, what were, what were your thoughts on it overall? Uh, overall, I'm with Remy. That was uh, it was it was a lot more fun than it was suck. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed was the commentary team. Although they had a couple of slip ups, they made some fucking awesome puns. Like um, one of them that came up was uh, when they put the dude in the tree of whoa. They called it the Joey Lawrence tree of whoa. Ah, uh, yes, that'd be really good. Cla- like, classic reference that goes yep. all and the way back. They did the. Uh, the, they made a swine flu joke after the boar drank the water bottle, and <laughs> there were some really good jokes in there that I wasn't expecting. I was just kind of expecting your normal indie wrestling, like, and they put him in a body slam. Oh my god, you know. But it was like it was funny, and you know, all in all, there was some there's some pretty strong personalities, and it definitely makes me want to watch a lot more Chikara for sure. Yes, yes, go watch Chikara. Get Chikaratopia. Never enough Chikara. Yes, go go get Chikaratopia. You pay eight bucks. You can watch. You can all you can eat Chikara from from the previous season back all the way to like the first season. You can like binge on all it. I highly recommend it. Uh yeah, thank you. Huge. Now you had your thoughts. Uh, what's your takeaway? I I feel like yes, there was definitely some local indie charm to this. But my, my own tastes and proclivities for high-level indie wrestling were kind of thrown off every now and then. There were just a, a few too many times where it was very, very in-house to excellence pro wrestling, which I understand. Um, also, it was cool seeing some Chikara guys outside of Chikara. I do think Gran Akuma deserves more than what he's getting booking-wise. I think Gran Akuma deserves better than this. And overall, I'm great to see. I, I'm happy to see Oleg in a main event. That was awesome. Uh, I, I love the idea of Oleg being a, a main eventer in, in Shikara. And, and I want to see more of that. Uh, overall, uh, Vanity and Diana Morazzo was probably my favorite match on the show. And there was really nothing overly bad about this show overall. It was It was solid, if a bit... Local India, not local India. Local Indie. <laughs> local Indiana. Uh, that's a different one. Uh, but yeah, local, very local Indie. But it was charming and had a lot of fun. It was pretty solid. Like it, in in the you know Oleg is fantastic. All the rest, you know, uh, quite a few of the wrestlers were fun. Uh, and you know, you have your ups and downs, but overall, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Excellence professional wrestling. I'm looking forward to them growing. I know that you know it's. I, I pick shows that catch my attention that I've never seen before because I want to give them a shot and I want to see. I want to catch that that promotion that is about to grow. And I like that idea. Like, hey, this is a cool promotion to check out. This is something that's been going on over here and over here. Go check them out. Uh, but yeah, support your local indie promotion. Support your local indie fed. First and foremost, there's a lot of fun to be able to just be, usually create like a little community. You usually meet the same people mm. and hang out with the same people. Uh, yep. I wish I had a, a local, um, I, I think I have a local indie promotion, but I think they do all the You're in promotions. Florida. You could drive to NXT for God's <laughs> sakes. Uh. I live in South Florida. <laughs> I had to drive like God, I have to drive from Miami to Orlando. That's that's a long drive. Okay. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Do you know how big Texas is? It's like my friend that lives in Oklahoma lives four and a half hours away. My friend that lives in the same state in Tyler, Texas, is seven hours away. How did that make sense? <laughs> Texas is so, big. Everything's yes. bigger in Texas. In the real estate. Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Go support your local indie promotion. If you are in the Sellersville, Pennsylvania area, and if you know what Sellersville is, you know that you're you're, you're probably in it. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you know where it is, you're you're nearby. Go check out uh, if you're around that area on the 12th of March. Go go check out Kittens Mittens, uh, their event that they're holding. 
It's just a fantastic name. I love that yep. they named it that. Uh, These guys are definitely friends of Chikara. Kittens Mittens, if you want more info, check out excellenceprofessionalwrestling.com. Uh, you can also buy their shows at Smart Mark Video. Uh, you know, like you can buy a bunch of shows. If you don't know, you should know. It's smartmarkvideo.com. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll start with uh, Remy. Remy, what do you got going on on the internet? Going on on the internet? Well, I... What's your Twitter? What's oh, your Twitter? my Twitter? My Twitter is, I go by Remy Shell, um, or to make it easier, Remy Derp. Because <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, like, a name, like, all the cool names were already taken. Because yeah. I, I cosplay Romelia from Toho, and so I was like, oh, I'm going to be, like, you know, something cool, like Romelia Scarlet or something, but no, all of those are taken, so I was like, you know what, Remy Derp. Yes. That's my at on Twitter. Um, yes, and it is. And I, <laughs> and I, I usually chill out there. Like I, a lot of my stuff is I cosplay sometimes, so you'll see cosplaying things. And then whenever there's a wrestling pay per view going on, I'll sometimes live tweet yeah. when I'm watching. If I see something stupid or funny, I'll which, which, tweet yeah. about that. Depending on the so, promotion, there's there's quite a lot to talk about. Yeah, and then I also tweet about what's going on in my life, like if I'm about my job or about what's going on yeah. in my apartment. It's just, it's all about, <laughs> it's all just there. So Get, get your Remy Shell Remy Derp. At Remy Derp, yeah, get your Remy, Remy Shell fix <laughs> uh, of this fantastic guy. Uh, Evan, tell us about uh, The Offenders and what, what else you got on the uh, on the internet. I got a couple of plugs. Uh, the Offenders is a podcast where it's basically me and a couple of my friends. Uh, we bring in our other friends. We talk about what the fuck news and just kind of nerd culture. We make fun of each other. We make bad puns. So if any of those things are up your street, you know, just give us a give us a visit. Uh, we are the offenders dot com uh, on YouTube. It's the Offenders podcast. Soon to be on SoundCloud. I'm trying to upload everything over there, but uh, we're about 60-something shows in, so there's a lot of stuff. It is offensive. We swear a lot, so uh, don't play it at your work desk unless you got headphones. Um, can I, I get into like other points? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like my kind of group, because I cuss a lot, too. So. Yes, yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes. um, but, uh, yeah, but go ahead, uh, Evan. I don't have a Twitter, but I have Facebook. Uh, it's facebook.com slash the Tengu Ninja, T-E-N-G-U-N-I-N-J-A. Uh, you can add me if you ever want to talk, hang out. Um, I'm in a band called Another Day Above Ground. It's like positive hardcore if you like moshing and headbanging. It should definitely be uh, right up your alley. And most importantly, if you want to support wrestling from the backyards to the big leagues, visit www.prowrestlingtees.com slash LG. And that's it. Yep. We're all the good brothers. Bro. We're the good brothers, my man. Too sweet. Uh, yeah. Deed, I, I, Deed, I, I think I believe you have something to talk about on the internet that you're planning or putting out there. Uh, I'm, I'm planning a big announcement in the next couple of days. But uh, just in general, Delta Juliet and Mike Media, where you can download and listen to Shooting the Shit with Two Dirty Black Guys with myself and Brandon Cooper. Uh, also, the relaunch of the anime podcast of some sort with my friend Jack Noir. And uh, also, It's in Season, where me and the Midwest crew, Richard and Cody, are following along with the current anime season, Winter 2016. And uh, all of those are in iTunes, Stitcher Radio, anywhere else that picks up those podcast feeds. And of course, at the mothership, DeltaJulietMike.com. And yes, there is a thing that I might be announcing where I might ask you guys for help with stuff, because I have a lot of big plans. That might be very, very soon. So keep an eye out on that. DeltaJuliaMike.com. Uh, at Just Call Me DJM. You can follow him on Twitter. He'll announce some of those things on there as well. Like a truck like quest. I tweet so, a lot. It's really Actually, annoying. that's how we met. Actually, I don't know how you found my Twitter, David. <laughs> so. Yes. yes. Uh, we can all meet together and announce the things. Uh, you can also follow the show at FannyPackWP. Uh, WP standing for Wrestling Podcast. So, FannyPackWP, FannyPackWrestling.com, 
relatively on YouTube uh, and on Twitch as well. Cause I might do some more streaming instead of being less intermittent about it. Uh, including maybe even just a podcast. Uh, but keep an eye on that. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows. iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, keep an eye out on everything. Uh, but that's it for us. Until next time. We're totally doing a really big PWG show next time, PD. Play the music! Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>